you for joining us at Bangalore Revival Center. We are a church that's dreaming revival with God and serving people in love. It is our desire to equip you to represent Jesus and carry his great joy to the ends of the earth. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can visit dreamingrevival.com. Now, as you listen to the word, we believe that God will minister to you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise be to God. God is good, right? God is good all the time. Sometimes we think, is God really good? God does care about us. But that's wrong. That's just our thoughts, our emotions. We think God doesn't care about us. But He is mighty. He is bigger to contain all of us. Lord, as we are getting into the Word, Lord, You are the one who teaches. You are the real teacher. You know what is inside us. You know things that we are going. You know us more than we know about us, Lord. You know more than we know about us. Because our, our thinking or our, our knowledge about us is limited. You know before we were birthed in our mother's womb, Lord. Till now, and you also know about our future. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, I commit everything into your hands. Have your way. You be glorified. Let Jesus be glorified. Amen. I'm just sharing you a word from word Paul shared with Timothy. So I'm sharing based on that. Uh, this is a simple word. Uh, uh, so if you go to Timothy chapter number two. So I'll give you a little bit of background. Uh, Timothy and his family is someone uh, who got saved during the ministry of Paul. So there was a church and uh, in this church was pastored by Timothy. And uh, you know, if you, if you go to the first chapter, in the first chapter, uh, Paul is telling Timothy, like, mm, fight the good fight of faith. And if you're coming to the second chapter, he's talking about things. He's, he wrote this letter while he was in a jail. So. Uh, uh, let's go to the first verse, like, no, it's not the first verse, it's the first chapter, 5th, 6th and 7th verse. Uh, so he's talking, uh, hello, yeah, he's talking, I remember your genuine faith. So this is Paul writing this letter to Timothy. For you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Louise and your mother Eunice, and I know that same faith continues strong in you. Can you go to the next one? Yeah. This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. So if you read the first, uh, first uh, epistle that, uh, or not first epistle, first uh, yeah, epistle that Paul write to Timothy, there also he has, uh, he has put his hand. It is telling, uh, I put the hands on you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So I'll speak from this verse. Uh, can you go to the next one? Yeah, and if you come down, uh, he's telling, hold on to the pattern of awesome teaching you learned from me, a pattern shaped by the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit 
who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. So can you go back? Yeah, so uh, this preacher, Timothy, so this guy is, of course, uh, he is a fire guy. He, 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 uh, he, he, he should, I, I think he should pray in tongues. He was preaching all these things. But in this letter, Paul is telling, uh, Timothy, uh, look, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. So uh, he's telling you to, uh, kind of like Paul laid hands on him. But if you see, uh, uh, the, the scenario is not so good in uh, Second Timothy. There was so much disturbance in the church. There were things like uh, people are telling resurrection already took place. Things like that happened. So he's telling, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, spirit of love, and self so, uh, you, you know, if, if it's a spirit of fear, we know it's not from God, right? The fear is not from God. So what God will give you? The spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. So uh, from where could have he got this thing? Why, 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 uh, why Paul wrote like that? So if you assume like, I, I was thinking like, why, 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 why this guy is, why Paul wrote like that to Timothy? He might have the, all this problem. There are problems in his church. Uh, there are things that he, uh, he cannot resolve or he, cannot, he, he might have thought, I could not handle. And uh, he, might have, he might have backslidden. No, he might have, he may. That's why Paul wrote Timo, Timo, uh, to Timothy like this. So uh, what are we meditating on? Are we, are we meditating on God's word or some other things? So if we, so you know, fear, fear can enter us. Fear can enter anyone, each, any one of us. It depends what we meditate on. If you, if you meditate on God's word, God's goodness, things that God has given us, then it will not come. But you know, uh, this is the season where uh, you hear a lot of news, right? You always go to news channel. You see what's new, what's new, what's new, what's new, and uh, if you. If you meditate on that, do you know what's going to happen, right? We will be, we cannot sleep, we are, we'll think about a lot of scenarios which uh, will we'll build up, we'll, uh, we'll think and build in our own mind, right? So, uh, so I, I would like to give an example like, uh, it happened maybe uh, three years, three years back, something like that. Uh, so, uh, while I, I was a little bit late to my f house, Okay, my phone was switched off. I was a little late. I told like, I'm, I'll be going someplace. So my wife tried to call me. Okay, so, uh, of course, phone is switched off, right? <laughs> uh, maybe I think I reached home after like two, three hours. And if you look at her face, I know that, oh, she was, she was in fear. <laughs> she was totally feared out. So, uh, so what happened? Something, something came. I, I know what all things she thought, but you know when uh, when you try to call someone, maybe you're somebody in relatives and you you are not able to reach them. What all thoughts thoughts come inside, right? You you will think about uh, maybe till their death. I don't know. <laughs> till how much? Because uh, that's the if you if you look at the negative part, negative part also ends very soon. It doesn't take any time. If you think good, it will not end. 
it will go on and on and on. If you think negative what happened, it will just end. Maybe uh, you'll see this guy is dead or what's blah, 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 blah. It will just like one or two thoughts, it is finished. Have you noticed that? But if you think good thing like, uh, I don't have money, so what's, what's next? I will be living, I will live in poverty or I will not have food. Uh, maybe I'll die. <laughs> but if, if you think the other way, I'm rich, you might think, okay, I'm going to buy that. It will not end, right? You'll think I'll go to buy the other thing. I'm going to buy again another thing. Again. So think it's always, when you have that good thoughts, the thoughts that God is telling us to have, it will always keep our soul well. It always keep us in good condition. Yeah, can you go to the next slide? Next. Next. Yeah, so, uh, so this is uh, Paul wrote to Philippines Church. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Can you go back? Back. So the Bible is telling to rejoice in the Lord sometimes, not always, all the time. Just rejoice, just rejoice. If, if you cannot rejoice, then you have to rejoice. <laughs> there is no other way because it is telling to rejoice. Again, I, I'll say rejoice. So, uh, you know, uh, if you, if you uh, of course we have, we always uh, have bad state, good state, right? So have you, we have to learn, because Paul wrote this from jail. I don't know how do you wrote something like that from jail. Think, when you are going through such, such turmoil, like Paul is telling, rejoice in the Lord. Again, I will say rejoice. Because when you are in a state, what happens? You think this is the end, you're done. But that's not the end. That's the problem. We always think like that. This is going to the end. I will finish it up here. But Paul is telling, no, it's not like that. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition or supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So this is an opportunity for us to bring our things that we are anxious about to bring to God. And once we bring these things to God, what will happen? and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension. So once we, we bring, when, when we are tensed, when we are having uh, trouble, once we bring our prayer, the peace of God will guard our hearts. The peace will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. The peace is going to, the peace is like a, uh, like a protection, like an, like an armor. It will, it will guard you, it will guard you. So your face will always be like smiling, right? All the time it will be smiling. Can God? 
finally, brother. So I, I think we all did till uh, seventh verse. We you know when we have in a situation, we know how to how to deal with it. We'll pray to God. Finish right. Have you read this verse? Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good reputation, if there is any excellence, anything worthy of praise, dwell on this. So this, yeah, go back. Yeah. So this is the. This is the pattern we should think. When you think, think on, think on something which is true, something which is honorable, which is right, which is pure, lovely, good reputation. Otherwise, don't think. You will lose your peace. <laughs> of course, you will lose your peace, right? You, your, your, your thoughts has to, has to meet these conditions. Otherwise, what happened? Yeah, the same thing what happened to Timothy. There, there, there you will, you will open up, you will open up uh, entries for devil or Satan to work. You will be, you will be, you will be full of fear. You will be traumatized. You will have bad sleep. But think when you, when you, when you decide, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Maybe, maybe it's bad. Whatever it is, I'm not going to think on this. My thoughts will be meeting these conditions. Otherwise, I'm not going to think. Let's, let's see, uh, let's, let's give an example like, uh, whatever is true, that means somebody is telling something negative about somebody. Are you going to think about it? You don't want, because it's not true, right? And somebody is telling something, something okay, something true. <laughs> it's true, okay? But you're not going to uh, think, because it's, no, it's not honorable, right? It's not right, it's not pure. Something is true, okay, this guy did something wrong. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a good thing, okay? It's not a bad, it's, it's a right thing, he did like that. But you're not going to think about it because it doesn't matter this condition. It, uh, it doesn't meet these conditions. Whatever is right, whatever is lovely, whatever is good repute, if there is any excellence, that means the things should, give, should be excellent. We all know we have an excellent spirit, right? Excellent thing, excellent spirit in us. And if anything worthy of praise, that means the thoughts that you have should give praise to God. Dwell on these things. If you can you go to the next slide. So, this is, uh, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, that means this set of things, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. It's not like that God is with us just during worship. God is with us all the time. All the time, God is with us. But when when we try to uh, when we try to employ wrong other thoughts, what happen? It's what happen is slowly, slowly we think, oh, God is not even in the scene. I'm I am alone, right? But that's not the case. God is there all the time. We our emotion will say, God is not there. Uh, God may or may not care. We don't know. But we know the verse. But He is there all the time, all the time. Just the, when you meditate on your uh, on your thoughts, meditate on good things, you will feel the presence, you will feel God all the time. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, so I was telling God was given us, given, given you a spirit of, not given you a spirit of fear and timidity, but a spirit of power, love and self-discipline. So there are three things uh, Paul wrote in that letter. This is the first thing. Can you go to the uh, third thing? I think second, yeah. Next slide, next slide, yeah. Hold on to the pattern of wholesome, wholesome teaching you learned from me. A pattern shaped by the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus. 
through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us. Carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. So Paul is telling Timothy, I have given you, like, I have taught you some things. There is a pattern in which I taught you. You guard that pattern. You guard that things. That means the things that uh, pastor taught us. Guard that thing. Can you go to the next verse? So this is another translation. So what you heard me teach is an example of what you should teach. Follow the model of right teaching with the faith and love we have in Christ Jesus. This teaching is a treasure that you have been trusted with, protected with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in, in, inside us. So he is comparing the word of God like a treasure. The word of God is like a treasure. We, we, we don't, he is telling, protect it at any cost. Protect the word at any cost. Okay, I'll, I'll just show you. So, uh, I'll, I'll just uh, share one snippet on the word of God. I, I think you all know this thing. Uh, Jesus taught about this parable. The sower went out to sow. And he was teaching them many things in parables. Can we all read this? And was saying to them in his teaching, Listen to this. Behold, the sower went out to sow. As he was sowing, some seed fell besides the road, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on the rocky ground, where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of soil. And after the sun has risen, it was scorched, because it had no root. It withered away. Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. Other seed fell into the good soil, and as they grew up and increased, they yielded a crop and produced thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. And he was saying, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. The, the sowers, okay, it's the word. So Jesus is telling, Jesus is explaining the verse here. The sower sows the word. These are the one, just read on. These are the one who are besides the road where the word is sown. And when they hear, immediately the Satan comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. So uh, we know Jesus uh, taught about four, four cases, right? There is a, uh, the sower went out to sow. And as he is going, the seed fell on the road. And another thing is fell on the rocky places, another on the thorns, and another on good soil, right? So uh, when, you hear, when, you, when you read the word, Jesus is telling like, if you don't understand this verse, how do you understand other parables? So when, uh, when you hear a word, you can read here, the sower sows the word, these are the ones who are besides the road where the word is sown, and when they hear, Immediately Satan comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. When you hear a word, what happens? The devil will come and snatch it instantly. Instantly it's going to be snatched away. Why? Is somebody interested in something which is not value? No, right? The thief, I heard like last Sunday, thief come only to the rich, rich guy's house, right? No thief is going to come into poor man's house. He's not interested, right? So why, why devil is coming to snatch the word? First, first thing is, 
immediately Satan comes and takes away the word. Go to the next one. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so this is another translation. So, the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart. So, I'm just, uh, so that they will not believe and be saved. The word is getting sown on our heart. The word that we are hearing, when we read the Bible, when you hear a message, this word is going to be sown on our heart, right? When you believe it, you will be saved, you will have a breakthrough. But what will happen first? First, it is going to be taken away. Can you go to this next verse? In a similar way, these are the one on whom seed was sown on the rocky places. When they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy. And they have no firm root in themselves, but are only temporary. Then when affliction or persecution arises because of the word, immediately they fall away. That means you heard the word, okay, you believe in the church, you will say hallelujah, praise God, and uh, you have, uh, went outside the church, something happened, gone, finished. So think about it. So of course, when you hear the word, expect affliction or persecution. It is going to come. It will be there because the purpose of the affliction is why you, the word has to go away, right? The word should not bring the fruit. Because once it brings fruit, then you know how to apply, how to take the next word. You know how to work with the word. So it will always happen. And uh, this others are the one on whom the seed was sown among the thorns. These are the ones who have heard the word. That means you heard the word. Now what happens? There are the worries of the world, deceitfulness of riches, desires for other things, enter in, chalk the word, and again it becomes unfruitful. So what happened? It becomes, he, this guy heard the word. The word is with him for some time. But what happened? There is an affliction. There is a, there is a like for example, I think the easiest thing which I can help plan is giving. When pastor is telling you to give, okay, first day you'll be very happy after sometimes, you know, we were uh, studying about giving, right? After sometimes, what happens? One month, two months, when he's telling us to give, what happened to the word? You were in like, you were so fire about giving. You wanted to give. The word, something happened to the word, right? What happened to the word? The word, the deceitfulness of riches and the desire for other things enter in and chalk the word and it becomes unfruitful. So when you, whenever you hear, hear the word, remember that there will be time, there will be time things will come in, thoughts will come in, it's trying to chalk the word. But you have to be persistent. You have to be persistent to survive this attack. Okay, go to the next verse. So, these are the one on whom seed was sown on the good soil. We all love to be this thing, right? <laughs> but you know, there is, uh, there is a first, second, third, this is good soil. We all are good soil, right? And we hear the word and accept it and bear fruit 30, 60, and 100 fold. Can you go to the next slide? So this is the same under translation. But seed in the good soil, these are the one, no, this is not another translation, this is written in the Luke. So, Jesus, uh, th this parable is explained in Mark, Luke, and in Matthew. So, if you look at the, uh, Luke 8.15, it is telling, the seed in the good soil, these are the one who have heard the word in an honest and good heart. And what happened? And hold it fast. That means the word is, they kept it to themselves. 
Things come, things go, they don't care. The word, we are going to keep it to ourselves. And they bear fruit with perseverance. They stand on the word and bear the fruit. Okay. Uh, so let me, uh, let me explain. There is a, I'm just calling it the like, tactic. <laughs> so there, there, of course, the devil is a, uh, devil know how to play, right? So he'll come with the tactics. So if you look at the first thing, it takes away the word from their heart. That means when you hear the word, go spend time in the word. Never allow the word, like a word which is sown in the ground, like uh, besides the road. So when, it, when you, you, you go on, I heard the word, I'm going to recollect what I heard today. I'm going to go home or I'm going to spend, no need to spend like one hour, just spend one minute or two minutes, just recollect what you heard, right? And uh, go back, to the, uh, go to the next, yeah. In a similar way, this is the second case, tactic number two, that is like affliction or persecution arises, you see, because of the word. It's not that you just have affliction, no, 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 no. Because you, you decided, okay, I'm going, to, I'm going to stand on this word. Because you're standing on the word, there's an affliction, there's an persecution. So uh, go to the tactic number three is like, <laughs> uh, the riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word. Again, you decided, okay, you are going to stand in the word, you're going to stand, you are going to do this. <coughs> there, is a there is a stage where you will, be, you will be exposed to this third thing. The desires for other things enter in and chalk the word. See the word? And chalk the word. All this comes to chalk the word. No other purpose. The purpose is to chalk the word. Okay? Can you go next? Yeah, so if you see, if you are, if you are able to survive all these things, what will happen? You are going to, you are going to be a fruit, right? 30, 60, 100. So, uh, so I ask God, like God, why, why, why is it like that? Why, why there is, why there is, why there is, why, the, why do all these things? Why, why enemy wants to do like this? Like, do you know, uh, when you are, do you think enemy is happy if you are getting rich? But I, I want to tell you, he, I'll say he's fine. It's, he's not sad. He, uh, I think he's happy because you are getting rich. But if you are getting rich, by the word of God, he's not happy. Okay? If you are getting healed by the word of God, he's not happy. If, you are, if, you are, if the peace is coming to your house because of the word of God, he's not happy. Because what happens? His kingdom is in under attack. The kingdom of God is coming. The kingdom of God, when you, you know, like, if you are able to uh, get one word right, you know how to play with the next word. You know how to take the word number two. You, you know all these words, all these promises. You will stand on the promise and say, no, 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 this is for me, this will come. So stand, at least stand on small things. Like God is telling, if you are faithful in little, he'll give you, he'll give you more, right? So stand on the word, it will bring fruit. That's why Jesus is telling this thing, right? We are able to do it. Don't think we are not able to do it. We are more than enough. Okay, the greater one is inside us. So we, we, we are the one, think, think when, you, when you think about the word, no, 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 it's not possible. Don't allow these thoughts. Think about these thoughts, it's possible. I'm go, I'll survive all these things and I'm going to bear fruit. Yeah, so can you go to the next verse? I mean, second verse. 
Yeah, so we started from this thing from Timothy, uh, this letter to Timothy. So God is, uh, no, Paul is telling, God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but a spirit of power, spirit of love, and self-discipline. So, uh, see, uh, when is the spirit of fear? Uh, as I told you, uh, do you know the reason I coupled both these things? Go to the next verse. Uh, the treasure, and uh, that is the word of God, and the spirit, because when the Holy Spirit is working in us, the word will bring to fruit. Right? Right? Why, why the spirit of fear came into this guy? Of course, he, the word has to bring fruit, right? The Timothy has to bring fruit. Timothy has to bring fruit, but there is an attack. So, uh, we have to be so, uh, like, we have to be so uh, cautious or so careful that God is at work in us and this word which has been entrusted to us is so precious, so precious. That means, think about it, there is no other thing devil is interested in, right? Stealing the word. No other thing, just stealing the word. So if we are careful to stay on this word, to persevere, what will happen? If you, if you, if you go down in Timothy, uh, Timothy, uh, Paul wrote a lot of things like uh, fight the good fight of faith and uh, yeah so one example Paul, uh, Paul said is see I have finished my good course so th that's the way Paul finished the good course good course I mean Paul is finished his course Timothy is starting only right so Paul is telling Timothy be careful about this thing the tre treasure that God is given given to you through my teaching as well. Be careful, be careful about it. It's going to bear fruit 100 times, right? Hallelujah. I hope this message, simple message blessed you guys. So be careful when you read the word. This word is a treasure. It's the most precious God can give, right? Most, most precious, this is the most precious. There is. I don't think there is anything as precious as the word of God. If you lose anything, it's fine. Don't lose the word of God. <laughs> Whatever is fine. Because the word of God is able to build you. It is able to give you the inheritance. Anything you want. There's an, there's an example like Paul, uh, not Paul, like Peter. Uh, Peter and John, if you know that Peter and John, this is one example I can give you like uh, in, in Acts, Peter and John, were uh, questioned by Pharisees and scribes. So who is superior here? Peter and John or Pharisees? Of course Pharisees, right? They are like fishermen, Peter and John. But when they replied, when, uh, when Peter filled with the Holy Spirit and uh, replied, this, they were telling like, oh, these people, like, they were with Jesus. They saw their boldness. They saw, uh, so they were uneducated people. How can these people talk like this? See? So there is something that, that, that word that the Spirit brought into Peter and John. That the people who thought we are superior now started thinking, oh no, there is someone who is more superior than us. Which were, they were fishermen, but they were with Jesus. So uh, allow, allow the word to take over us. Allow the Spirit to take over us. And see a change, a great change in our life. Thank you for tuning in. We believe that you are blessed by the word. We would love for you to be our guest on any of the weekends on a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. or a Sunday morning service at 11 a.m. 
For more information, please visit our website dreamingrevival.com.